You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. The phrase, without further ado, has not been itself without ado. Or to put it differently, there's been some to-do about that phrase. That's what they say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth, and joining us now is University of Michigan English professor Ann Curzan. Without further ado, well played, Rebecca. Uh-huh. Good morning. <laughs> so this week we have a question from Cynthia, who took speech classes a long time ago. Cynthia says, when learning the art of introducing a speaker, we were penalized if we said without further ado, as it was considered redundant and showed lack of preparation. Cynthia still cringes when someone says without further ado. Does that make you cringe? It doesn't make me cringe. Does it make you cringe? I don't know that I cringe, but I just, I don't know that I necessarily use it either because to me, it sounds kind of cliche. I think that's completely fair. And I feel sure that I have used this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the question of whether there's anything wrong here. But before we do that, probably helpful to talk about where in the world ado comes from. Because as soon as you step back from that word, you think, ado? (laughs) Ado goes back to the phrase at do. And the earliest evidence we have for it is in Scottish English. It's back to the 1300s. And you'll see ado used where we could still use to do, as in, I have plenty ado. And then fairly quickly, we see ado meaning activity. And it was often modified by words like great or much, much ado. And that is how it probably comes to develop this meaning of fuss or an excessive display. Much ado about nothing. Bingo. (laughs) And without further ado. Let me just note also to do, which also means fuss. It also goes back to the 1300s. I think with to do, I don't know, Rebecca, about you, but I could use it in both more positive and less positive situations. So if I was describing a party, I could say it was a big to do. I can use it positively and negatively, too. It was such a big to-do. You know, it was over the top. It was ridiculous. That kind of thing. Exactly. (laughs) Now, let's get to Cynthia's question of, is there anything wrong here without further ado? You do see it criticized in a few different ways. The first one, Rebecca, you said, it's a cliche. Completely true. (laughs) (laughs) Then there are people who say, as Cynthia raised, that it signals lack of preparedness somehow. I don't quite know why it would suggest that. The third concern is that it's mere filler. You don't need it. But I think one could argue that if you're doing opening remarks with no further ado or without further ado, what it does is signal the important thing is about to happen. And so if you're someone who is sitting in the audience and maybe not paying full attention to the introduction, your attention has now been focused. But you've also kind of said that nothing I've said up until this point is important, which I've introduced people at Michigan radio events before from the stage. And I know if I implied that everything I said about listening to Michigan radio or listen to the moth on Michigan radio was not important, eh, there's probably some people who wouldn't be very happy with me. 
And you just hit one of the other concerns people raise is that if you say, without further ado, it suggests that everything that came before was a fuss, <laughs> was excessive. But one could also say it doesn't necessarily minimize what came before, it highlights what's about to come. So what came before was important, but in fact, what we know is that if it's an introduction, what people came to see or hear is what's about to happen. Well, I will not say without further ado, the end of that's what they say, because everything that you've said up until this point has been important. So I will just say thanks so much, Anne. And without further ado, I will say have a great Sunday. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org. 